Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Legs. This is episode number 237. Uh, my name is Andy Nichols and I am joined by my partner in crime, my co-host and co-founder of Two Legs, Tom Onyadi. And joining us today is the other co-founder of Two Legs, Mr. David Gargolino. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, we All of a sudden, we can't get rid of this guy. You know, he left me cold in the rain, just, you know, flat out, just... Kicked me to the curb. I have to start paying this guy now. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm tripping the live with you guys now. You know, yeah, that's fun. No, Thank you. no, no. It, welcome, welcome back, David. I know. I'm, I'm a familiar face in the last four months, so sorry, I'm yeah. overwelcoming my. <laughs> no, no, it's good. We're ha- we're glad to have him back, yeah. and he his yeah. your insight to our show and and keeping us in the loop is very welcomed, and we rely on it to be honest with you. So, you know. It, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, we love it. So I'm glad that you're still, yeah. you know, willing to pitch in and help us out and keep us in the loop with everything welcome, that's going man. on in the world of McCartney. Um, today, obviously, is uh, obviously the, the, when we're recording this, we're about a week out from the fest. Yeah. This is going to drop on the fest, but we are recording a, a show about the recently released underdubbed 50th anniversary issue of Bend on the Run, which also includes the Half Speed Master, and we all have our copies yes. as well. Mine above my shoulder over there, as you see. So, we all got them. Yeah. So I see we all went in for the double LP. Absolutely. So are are we going to go back and get the single just so we can have the OB strip? No. Uh, you guys can. You guys can. You guys are the collectors. I'm not going to do that. Tom will. I, I probably Tom gotta, is going to. I know you will. Complete that collection of the yes. OB strip. Not having the, yeah. OB, I mean, the I mean, OB strip. Oh. I mean, once you get the like twenty bands on the run, I mean, what's one more? I mean, you, come on. <laughs> no, you can't. Now, wouldn't it be nice if the Obi strip was on this box too? Then we would have been set. Oh, then we would have set because <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there was the Obi on the uh, Flowers in the Dirt uh, LP uh, set, I believe, if I remember correctly. The um, archive. Yeah, the archive. Yeah, that did have an Obi strip, if I remember correctly. I think you're right. I think you're right. But, but this is. This is, uh, I mean, we're all we're all burnt out on this album, right? But the, for some reason, it got us. This this release kind of got us excited for the release, didn't it? It did. Um, it it harkens back to as we just mentioned just a couple seconds ago before we started, back to the, the yeah. kicking off the archive campaign. Yeah. And back in 2010, but now I think we all agree that this is what this is the extra audio we should have gotten on that release. These are the rough mixes that should have been a part of the at least a 2010 set. Well, listen, we got rough mixes of Wildlife on the Wildlife oh, yeah. Archive. Why couldn't it's the same concept, you know? And uh, were the under, were the underdub mixes already in the in the can? He just didn't, you know, release them, or they they stripped them down now. Well, the think? mix the mixes are from Jeff Emmerich in right. October of right. 73, right. which the note says on the October October of 73. They were for Visconti's reference, so right. like you could have put on the 25th anniversary or the you know the 2010 20, archive. 2010. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's it's flogging a dead horse. You know, we all bought the double. We bought the the the, the slipcase cover vinyl and the and the C, and the two CD. Of course, we did. Yes. Interesting to note, I did not actually pick up on this that in the UK. The spine reads Paul McCartney, but in America, it says Paul McCartney in wings. Look at mm. it. See it? Not on, on these. The not on this. Ed- oh, the. Uh... No. Well, it just says band on the run. No, 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 no. This side. The, the album. The album. album. 
Yeah, it just says Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. It just yeah. says it just right. says Paul McCartney. Yeah. Now there's that's a reproduction of the American album with Helen Wheels, but go look at your copies of the American go look at an original copy of Band on the Run. It says Paul McCartney and Wings. Wings, yes. Well my, my Amazon music calls it Paul McCartney and Wings. It's in a separate folder than Paul McCartney, so Right. Interesting. So interesting. I'd be I'd be curious to look if somebody can you know tell us in the comments below if you have a UK pressing of Band on the Run from any year really. Did, does it say Paul McCartney or does it say Paul McCartney and Wings? I remember it saying Paul McCartney and Wings here in America, not not just Paul McCartney. To see that on the spine is very interesting. I'd, I'd have to check friend. my original seven. Um, U.S. version. It says in wings. I looked. I just looked this afternoon before we started. Okay. All the American ones say and wings, like just like Red Rose Speedway, Paul McCartney and wings. So, right. Interesting how that was being billed. But, um, so we all said we listened to the underdub. Did you guys actually listen? You did you listen to the half speed master of the actual album yet, Tom? Did yeah, you? yeah, yes, I did. And I gotta tell you, that needle drops, and you could hear a pin drop. I mean, there's it's a the the quietest perfect you know master or pressing of this album that i've heard yet i i mean and let me tell you that columbia half speed master from the 80s i mean that's a great sounding record too yep but this this is just fantastic i mean i was just blown away by the sonics of of of, of this record i mean it, it just made me appreciate you know this album a little bit more i mean not that i don't appreciate it already but just Listening to this album at the Half Speed Master, and all of them have sounded great. They've all, all been, and I think that's the yeah. one thing all these Half Speed Masters have in common is that they're right. so quiet. They're so quiet, yes. you can't even, it's almost like you can't even hear the needle playing on it, right? And oddly enough, yeah, I mean, this was done, this was worked on in February of last year. Not February not. of 23. You know, there's no reason why. A year ago! This, this couldn't have been dropped in December, you know, closer to its, uh, you know, original release date. So yeah, the um the underdub stuff was cut in March of last year. So yeah, right. could have been so, a spring so re- summer. So if this was done in in February, I'm I'm wondering when the idea to release the the third anniversary of Mark Cartney three, you know, came into came into the picture. You know, because there was no reason. You know, and we all bitch about, you know, what we want. We all know what we want. We all want the Back to the Egg and the London Town sets, right? But we got this. We got this. We got McCartney 3. Move on with your life if you're not happy with it. Anyways, but that being said, is when did that come to the picture to where it had to bump this out? It had to bump this out. Well, you know, it's the newer album. It's another multicolored thing. You know, there's something about these these half-speed releases with McCartney's camp he doesn't release them with a whole lot of flair like like these McCartney like they're just quietly released you know there's not the social media isn't flooded with well, I like, don't know I think this one has been a I think this one has this a one, little bit more this yeah. one does have a little bit more he's posted some stories okay. on his pages about but right. this one maybe because it's banned on the run yeah yeah it's, it's his most marketable album yeah right yeah, I mean, this is probably his most pressed album as well. I mean, most released album. Well, I mean, so, there's probably 100 copies between all three of us, right? Maybe. CD and vinyl and tape and everything else? I mean, come on. Yeah. So last year, um, these underdone mixes were auctioned, at least the Jeff Emmerich 
rough mixes were auctioned last year. That's right. Yeah. So I don't know if that played into it. I mean, they were already working on it early last year. I don't know if there was even a conflict to even consider, but it's interesting. Those maybe those were tape copy masters that got sent out, you know, for auction. And I don't know. It, but it was kind of a coincidence that so that went out to auction. And now we have the so you tell me that, that Paul didn't have them. They went up for auction. He got them and then said, okay, we'll put them out. Well, I don't know if he bought them. Also, Maybe there's a copy, you know. Right. But it's also important to note, note that on the back, it also says that these were cut in March of 2023. You know, so these have been done as well. Again, now and then, the red and blue stuff, the McCartney 3, you know, third anniversary. Who knows? You know, they probably, they definitely wanted to get the Beatle product out first. There's no doubt about yeah. that. But would you figure the 50th anniversary of Band of the Run is a bigger achievement than the 30th anniversary of McCartney 3? Yes, but not any Beatles, not any Beatles product. Gotta remember yeah, the Yeah, you, you can't put this over the Beatles. You can't. Releases, I guess. You, but would you it have can't. overshadowed it? I don't know, but but then again, when you think about it, look back to to, to eighteen, right, where we had right. Red Rose. We had imagine we had Red Rose Egypt Wildlife Station. From, yeah, Station. Right, we had four months of solid release. I mean, important releases. Then you that's got the long, Travelers. It's a long, that's a long time ago later. now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, five years. Six. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. But anyways, it's yeah. But we're here. We're here. we have it now. It's just it um, kind of came quick, you know. <laughs> It got announced right. in December, and it's beginning in February now. I mean, it's- it did. It did. Like, but you, if you notice, though, David, how things aren't shipping from Michigan anymore from McCartney.com, where they I didn't get yeah, you McCartney. idiots got it before I did. I got it yeah. from uh, yeah. the great folks at uh, uh, Sound of Vinyl, but they come out of Kentucky. Okay. So I don't oh, know so you didn't get it? You didn't get it from McCartney.com, David? No, but it's still a UMG uh, affiliate. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so where are they shipping for the McCartney now? I think in Tennessee. Tennessee. No. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Tom got his vinyl what Friday? Saturday. I got mine Saturday. Saturday. David got, got his first. Yeah. What'd you get? Yeah. It? Thursday? Friday? Friday. Right. So direct to consumer on day of release. To that's me, pretty nice. Of. This uh, this Miserab here in Jersey had to wait that, till today. Right. And and that's a big improvement from years past. From it ordering is. from McCartney.com. Yeah, because you wouldn't you wouldn't get it on release day. This is technically release day, and you and right. you get it one. Right. If you ordered McCartney.com, when would you get it? Three, four, five days I mean, later. When I was in Arizona, yeah, I mean at least uh, up to a week later. Damn. But if I but you know also you know going to uh, be from being in Arizona, Mike at the Ingroove, you know he would get uh, copies of these as well. So I would been able if I didn't order from uh, you know Amazon. I mean uh, PaulMcCartney.com, I could have easily just got it from the Ingroove. Oh yeah, well, can so you still order from him, Tom, and he'd he'd ship it to you? If I wanted to, yeah, but I don't need to. Okay. Another thing to point out: this is the first direct consumer for the vinyl uh, deluxe version. You could get the two CD on Meaning. Amazon. This is a good point too. Yeah, I mean, what do, plus what this do, what do you mean? Time that he offered CDs as well for this. The direct to consumer, you couldn't get through Amazon. You could only go through his store or right. UMG sponsor. Right, you couldn't get you couldn't get any half. Right. right, you couldn't right. get any. Well, okay. you can only still get the the one the single disc on his website though, right? Correct. You could, yeah, but like the two vinyl, you couldn't get it outside his website or the UMG affiliates. So what you're saying is the two LP is also being sold on Amazon. No, no. Not. Or is it just the CD? Correct. The CD, the CD is. 
The two disc CD is being sold. But but, but we've okay. never got a CD either release in the last right. with with these anniversary things. There has not right. been, but yeah. because it's underdubbed, it's you on could CD. You still get the single half speed, I think, through Amazon, but not the two LP. I don't think okay. you could get the half speed on Amazon. I don't I think mean, you can from a second second hand seller. But That's, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting check. to see if these um, if these underdubs or or CD releases of this series continues. Uh, with, right, with, so you know, with Venus and Mars. I'm on Amazon right now. You can get the half speed on Amazon. Thirty five ninety eight. You can. Double LP, sing- double LP or just a single? Just a single with the OBI. There you go, oh, Tom. It's like I'm gonna be going you're, on You're gonna get it tomorrow. Thirty five ninety eight. So you, you can. Oh, but that never was right. you never could before that. You're right, David. Right. Well it used to be record store day and then right. the record store day release, right? Which was Red Rose Speedway. Uh we got yeah. that on record store day release. The McCartney. Yep. yep. So yeah, this I mean, again most marketable album. He's going to make it available a little more on more form. It's his most. It's his easy. You know, it's, it's his most successful solo album, of course. Are we finally going to get rehearsals and outtakes in um, twenty um, thirty four? <laughs> I don't know. Twenty thirty three. Who knows what's in the vaults? I mean, uh, from my understanding, there's there's plenty in there. It's just the what? one thing with all these yeah. damn releases. It's like, you know, he could load these CDs up with so much content of That's extra stuff. <laughs> right. All of it. But, yeah. And he's like, but, but, here you go. But you know, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm. We were excited to get these underdubs, and yes. um, I think we're more excited than you know getting the one hand clapping again or getting the you know the live from glass you know no words live from uh, the '79 tour. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll, t- I'll take these underdubs any day of the week over live oh, yeah. stuff. You know, oh, well, I just felt like they padded the bonus disc fourteen years ago. It's like they couldn't find yeah. enough. This no, is where I mean, it would have backed Yeah, I mean that that band Let's on have the a run. Look, shall we? What was just a deluxe twenty fifth anniversary set? If you if you you know. Well, this here's the twenty ten three CD. Yeah, our, and the right. one the DVD. Well, actually, they threw the DVD in this one, which they right. Didn't That's do the again. best buy, right? The best part. Yeah, they didn't they didn't do the C the, the DVD in this one after this. So they threw the 25th anniversary bonus disc on this again. Like why'd you need it again? Right. And then <laughs> what was your bonus tracks on this? A couple of cookies, right? I mean, not much. Well, you you Helen, Helen Wheels, Wheels was, Helen Wheels, uh Zoo Gang uh, right. would have been uh there Country as well. Dreamer and then the one hand clapping yeah, stuff. Country which, Dreamer, yeah. And yeah. you know what though, but to have the one hand clapping stuff, some of it officially that was pretty big. That was that was that was. But that good. should have been its own release. You know what I mean? That should have been that, its own. It's still not a complete DVD. No, album right. one hand. Right. <laughs> no, just no. The different. Right. The different regions had different songs, though. So. Yeah. So here we are again with you know the 88th copy of Band on the Run, and we're still finding stuff in it that we enjoy. And here we have underdub mixes. I know some people saw that they were kind of unimpressed. I saw Mitch, Mitch wasn't a big Mitch comment that he was kind of underwhelmed with the whole thing. You know, um, you know, we can go track by track. For the under- yeah, let's go track by track. But well, let's I mean, go track by track. I mean, you know, I can understand how people can be excited and, and underwhelmed. Now with, with the- there are tracks and I know we've all talked about which ones we think are the best. There are some that are wow. And some are like, eh, okay. In terms of like, what we're hearing. All right, Band on the Run, the you know, the, the underdub mix doesn't do a whole lot for me. Not a well, whole I lot. Didn't... For the last, except for the last third. You know, yes. the first two thirds, you know, it, it sounds exactly the same. When you get to the final third, 
that's where that's where you want to listen to the correct. The Correct. And, and that was you got, that, go ahead, go ahead. that was the only uh, preview release for this campaign. Right. Well, I thought Bluebird was also uh, released uh, like, as well. Yeah, like a minute. A, a snippet. A snippet okay. of yeah. Bluebird was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but you get you, you you get no orchestration here, right? Yeah. You get a different no, vocal. I I believe it's a different vocal. Yes. But then you also don't get that extra added uh, electric guitar throughout that last third. No. As well. No, you know. So don't. I mean, it's really. I mean, for me, I mean that 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 brings a song, a tired song to me. When you listen to it with new, fresh ears, and you appreciate yeah. what's missing, <clears throat> I think in my, you know, to me, you appreciate what's missing a little bit more. Or do you discover what's been hidden? Or what's been? That's right, the thing. Exactly. What? You yes. know, some of these songs yeah. you're like, damn, it would have been cool to hear that if we could. If we could have heard that. You know yeah. that part of it. I remember. I remember when we got the uh, wildlife. No, yeah, Wings Wildlife, and then some people never know. We got the rough mix of that. Yes. In the middle of that, you heard Denny Sidewell play a trumpet. Yes. Which was on, which was wiped out in the official release. Right, and things like that. So the, the rough mixes. That's what you're hearing on these things. You know, I think the one thing that we all like that we can take away are the little throughout all these tracks are the little improvisations right. of the vocalizations, or he's humming, or doing something, or there's yeah. a mistake. Those little imperfections are pretty cool. Well, well, he's mimicking the guitar lick at the end. Yes, you know? yes, yeah, yeah. And I, I tried I to mean, play the original, probably... right? And I'm not sure if it was buried, but you couldn't, you couldn't decipher that in this uh, the uh, official release, right? No. And even that vocal, you know, mimicking that guitar, he knew what he wanted back even then, you know, from a guitar solo. So that I mean, that I mean, again, is the genius of Paul. Well, yeah. gems what are, he wants yeah. and when and where he wants it, you know. Yep, um, Mamunia rough mix didn't did, that didn't do a whole lot for me. I, I it just this just reconfirms I still don't like this song. <laughs> well, sorry to disagree on that one, but because I love Mamunia, but this one didn't the rough mix to me didn't do a whole lot for me on this. Yeah, I mean I thought there was some differences, uh, but I was going back and forth listening to it. Um, but I mean, does it sound like a different vocal on this one, or does it sound like the the same? To you guys uh, i'm listening uh, to the song right now i'm trying to decipher yeah. a, a little yeah. bit not not too too much maybe a little more up front if anything it was the yeah. vocals were a little bit more up front uh here a little more they, drier yeah, yeah a yeah. little bit you know but not much um was there much orchestration on the original one no okay so no that's it was just straight kind of an acoustic number with mm -hmm. some sense at the end you know right Right. It sounds maybe like that there's not as much. So I'm listening to right now. So like I don't hear, I hear single tracked vocals. I don't hear double tracked. Okay. Right. You know, like you never felt the rain, my friends, or you felt it running. Right. Down. I right. hear single yeah. tracked vocals, not doubled. So obviously they, they, they stripped some of those vocals off of Mamonia. Mm. Um, but again, it wasn't too discernible of a, of a difference. In, in this one, for, for most of ours, and then yeah, uh, I mean, it, 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 this one wasn't any revelation or anything like that. This is just, I mean, again, um, even though I listened to it several times, it just, you know, yeah, didn't uh, do anything for me. Now, one of our all of our favorites. Next, no words. How do we feel about no words? I, I love, you know, I love hearing the keyboard in the beginning, just yeah. very yeah. up front. Yeah. I, again, I think this is pop perfection. I mean, especially the final version. But 
it was I, I knew we weren't going to hear that orchestration. So I was like really excited just to hear that guitar as well, that opening guitar lick, um, you know, without the orchestration as well. And, right. And also with with these two is you're hearing his bass loud and clear. And, and there's two. I mean, just phenomenal bass lines throughout these tracks as well. That, that sometimes you might not notice because of all everything else. That Every, all the other production and everything else yeah. thrown into it, yeah. Right. But then yeah. I'm listening to the harmonies, you know, the recently departed Denny Lane. I mean, that guy just yeah. brought so much harmonization yeah. to the group. Mm. It, mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and yeah. it's really showcased on this underdub set. It does. It does. But and again, vocals a little more up front. Um, and the, again, without the orchestration. So I think No Words was... Uh, uh, wasn't the what, mega highlight of the set for me, but it's up certainly up there because the song is just one of the best of all time. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed. Yeah, this I was definitely looking forward. This is one of the tracks I was looking forward to the most on the underdog. Now, absolutely. The yes. next one, <laughs> the next track on here, underdubbed, is one of the crown jewels of this entire yes. effing release, <laughs> and this is the underdubbed version of Jet. Go right. Well, I mean, Howie Casey, right? We, we don't, we're not getting any Howie Casey sax, right? And then the boots, it's, there's no Moog synth from, no. from Linda. Nope. You know, which is like uh, you're expecting, uh, right? What? There is. There is. Okay. When he's about to sing the verse, when you hear the... Yeah, but you don't hear the... The solo. He means the solo. He means the solo. Okay, yeah. There is synth on it. I meant, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting that uh, that synth that you're just expecting to hear. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, man, this is this is one of the best stripped down, underdubbed, whatever you want to call it, to hear McCartney at his fucking best. Oh my god! Band on the naked run. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, holy crap! This is just so powerful without the orchestration. And the vocals too. I and mean, the again, vocals, you know, yeah. Do you feel maybe he went too far with orchestration on some songs? Like, I mean, they're no, classic now. No, I think he made the right choice. No, like, like we'll we'll get to the next track. Like the the, the next track, I I can't. Uh, I don't want to listen to it on a regular basis without Howie Casey. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 this was yeah this was again probably the one of the top three uh, tracks on the underdub for me. It was it was and then and again of course you, at the end of the song you, you get to hear him doing the uh, you know the uh, again his vocal improvisations yes. here in the you know with the ending with doing the horns you know right I mean that things like that I live for those to hear that he you heard him do it with silly love songs on the speed of sound. Like he'll do those right. parts of the horns on these early rough mixes or demos, and it's they're right. just so awesome to hear him do that. I know we're geeking out here, but it's like it's hearing something new, and we're like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" <laughs> it is. Yeah, agreed. 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 One hundred percent. Now Bloomberg. we should also say we should also say that the, the CD version, right, David? Like you pointed out when we were live. Uh, uh, the last time we were live, I mean, you pointed out that the CD version is the 2010 uh, mix. Master, of, yeah. good, good point. You mean the the, the, the standard album yeah, is the, the archive? Yeah. Yeah, is the, it, yeah. the CD. The CD version is the 2010. How mix. do David? How However, did you find that out? It's on the credits. 
It is. It's in the credits. Yeah. Okay, it's so just, it's... Um, you know, disc one mixed by Jeff Emmerich, October 73, and then had yeah. a 2010 MPL communication. Oh, yeah, there uh, it is. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 2010. So they pulled the 2010 archive, which you would think that yeah. I mean, where, where else, what other, what other, you know, whatever their version were they going to pull from? You know, they were going to pull from the. Yeah. The, and they weren't going to remix it since they're giving us a rough mix. I mean, that wouldn't no, be too much. No. You know, it's hard to believe that that was the first archive release now. Well, the weird old. thing was, okay, the 99 two disc came out and then you didn't have any McCartney super deluxe edition or deluxe edition album until 2010. 2010. And you're like, right. oh, this one again? That's, <laughs> yes, that was the feeling. Like, okay, it's been 11 years. Why don't you start with McCartney? First, right, right. You know, like, oh, right. we're going to do super yeah. deluxe stuff. Things we've been waiting, what, at that point, we had been waiting, what, 11 like, years? 50, uh, 10, 15, right. good, 10, 15 years? Yeah. And the first one we're going to get is Band of the Run. Okay. <laughs> but then we got McCartney. McCartney 2 is the next the two anyway. Year. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Right. Not even a year. Man no, on the Run came out, and Man on the Run came out in November of 2010. 10. McCartney and McCartney Two came out in May June? or June. Yeah, yeah, like I want to say June of 2011. So Man, remember when they just came after every six months to a year? Damn, that was. Well, like- I was going to ask you guys. I mean, do you think if he goes in chronological order with his with his releases starting in with 2010 McC- with McCartney, do you think that there's no pauses? Do you think we're we got back to the egg in London Town, you know, four or five years ago? Yes. Oh, if he didn't pause. If he was going to go chronologically. 20, oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, yeah. let's let, let's recount it. Band on the Run, McCartney, McCartney 2, Ram, Ram. Ram. Wings, Wings Over America, America. Wings Over America, America. Venus and Mars, yeah. Beat of Sound, yeah. Tug of War and Pipes of, of War, Peace, Pipes of Peace. Then flowers, flowers in the Dirt, Flowers in the Dirt, Flaming, Flaming Pie. pie. Yeah. That's it. Over, over a 10-year span. Interesting. I'm sure, like they, you know, they were going to market his his most successful albums, but bundling a couple, the pair, bundling them together was the best. You and know, they were good priced back then. The sixty bundle, bucks, if that, yeah, for the yeah, deluxe was, for the for the books, yeah, sixty dollars was. Like so the, I remember twenty fourteen, yeah. fifteen, getting those back to. You got four albums in a year. You know that was right. pretty yeah, incredible. But you got you got you got a number two album in London Town, right? That did ten times better than Pipes Apiece, right? Did better than than Wildlife. With a number one song and with a little luck, you know. Yeah, but Pipes of Peace has the star power of Michael Jackson on it. True. Yeah, but but a bitter friendship, though. I mean, uh, obviously, Michael's not with us anymore. But, yeah, say, 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 worldwide smash. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I know. It, it is, it's maddening to think about how two classic Wings albums are just sitting there. Just Well, isn't one in litigation or was in litigation? I think that's over and done with. Maybe we'll find out this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, he'll be there. We'll, we'll just ask him. Say, Steve, man, we met him a year ago. What's the deal with the archive back to the egg? Come on. How many um archives did Denoyer do the intro to? Was it just Band on the Run? Or was Paul Denoyer. Paul yeah. Denoyer, yeah. I think. Only, yeah. yeah, Liverpool Liverpool author, good guy. Yeah. Go get his book, um, Liverpool, Wondrous Place. Conversation, well, Conversations with McCartney. Well, that's his McCartney uh, book, but he wrote a book on Liverpool, yeah, too. Right. Good guy. Um, I think he just did the first one, David. You're right. Okay, because I know we interviewed him back in the day, Tom and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so late for that one. I remember I was at uh, my brother's house for, I think it was one of my one of my nephew's or niece's birthdays, and uh, 
we got I got home late and it was it was I was just like going hundred miles an hour. Was that a Skype? Home. Was that a Skype yeah. interview? Yeah, that was oh that was a Skype. Yeah. Oh Skype. man. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, but anyways, yeah. But go ahead. Where were we? Bluebird. Next up, Bluebird. And you were talking just before we got yeah. off that little tangent about yeah. you don't want to hear the orchestration w- without Bluebird. Tom? No, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Bluebird. Bluebird's not my favorite. I no. appreciate it. I like it. However, what I think improves it is how Casey's uh, tenor sax. Yeah. Um, on that song. So obviously, when you're hearing the underdub and you're expecting it. It, it definitely improves that song, in my opinion. I don't know what you guys think about that, but for me, you know, Howie Sax definitely improves that song on that song. David? It gives a vibe to it. Um, yeah. I just, I'm still in the honeymoon phase of this novelty of this mix, so. Yeah. Well, carry on is like the other mixes, you know, the, the, the original I, releases? Probably, probably not, but it's always nice to hear that alternative of it yeah i again i got it on the cans right now i don't hear other than the howie coast casey solo it doesn't sound too different right to, for me right. for my for these ears right. true you know so not but again like it but not love it tom i'm in the same boat with you 100 yeah. percent um track six mrs vanderbilt no r by the way yeah. people van de with an e not no however r. as we learned in mccartney legacy it was mrs vanderbilt yes it was <laughs> Thank you, Adrian and Alan. <laughs> However, let's before we get to that. I mean, how do you guys like that the the order, the track listing order, is different than from the the original order? Are you guys fine with that? I like yeah, that it's different. How, that's how it was. Um, that's how it was mixed for the orchestration. That's so how it's mixed. Okay, right. It's true. How it's true to what it was yeah prepared for, it's nice so. it's, and i think that was another comment i think that was when mitch had a problem with that too he didn't like that the running order didn't mimic the same as the album i like it it's different you know christ we can re- we, we can recite we can recite that running order in our sleeps backward and forwards band on the run jet bluebird mrs vanderbilt yeah. let me roll it mamonia no words um ellen wheels pick it out picasso's <laughs> last words 1985 <laughs> <laughs> Yes sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, Mrs. Vanderbilt. I, you know, good, but um, what's missing in the in this in this well, version? Yeah, again, we don't hear the sax. We're missing more sax. We're missing more sax from from Howie Casey. Yes. The sax. Yeah, we're we're missing we're missing. Yeah, we're not hearing. But I feel like yeah, but I feel like again, I feel like those those backing vocals are a little bit more the ho hey hoes, especially Linda. I think I hear Linda's more voice coming a little more loud and clear um with that yeah okay i don't know um, what you guys think but uh, that's yeah just me. without you know without the orchestration yeah i mean and then the, the uh you know the, the the sax to me it's not too too different um mm-hmm. david i feel the same way i mirror everything you guys say on that song it's now i can still hear the saxophone in my head right. it's just not there right. now the next song is this is another highlight I think we can all agree upon with the well, underdub mix. I mean, some people might find this a little controversial how it was presented to us. I don't, but yeah, I mean this again we talk about this. There's there's instrumentals during on, on some of the John Lennon sets too, right? Sure. There's no vocals right whatsoever. So this was a kind of almost a way in a first for us just to get an instrumental right. track. From 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 Paul from any of the archives too. Right. I don't think there was anything that was just where we just that was supposed to have words, and we didn't or, hear any vocals vocals at all. Right. 
Right. And of course, we're talking about the epic closer to the album, 1985, and um, no orchestration, no pole vocal. It's just it's just an instrumental. Um, right. And I think David. To me, it's my favorite track on the album because I love the Why? the most. I love I love synthesizer, and you right. hear it prominent. Right. I thought I was reading on the forums or in the world on the internet, like he may have redone his vocal and maybe this was in between where he, he wanted, was going to retrack it and he didn't want it on the reference mixes. So I'd like to have heard the original vocal mix, but, mm-hmm. and then I also read it was originally supposed to be an instrumental. I don't know. I'm not sure what's true out there, but uh, to me, I adore what, Paul or Linda's playing on the synth, so that's really prominent right. in this. Mix. And you got the organ too. When it goes ooh, and then it did yeah. that, that organ crashes in, oh. boom. Yeah. You know, the yeah, oohs, yeah, I can and hear it the... right now. Yeah. I mean, See, that is without just... the vocals, yeah. Again, without the vocals and the orchestration on this, I I appreciate so much more the piano bits, right? Paul's drumming. We, I mean, we know he loves playing drums, but is this the greatest drummer in the world? You hear this and you kind of wonder, okay, what would Denny Sywell have done differently? Yeah. Because like, he said the drumming would have been 10 times better. Well, according to him, there's, versions of, there's right. versions of this stuff versions with him on right, it. Right, with him on drums, exactly. So, For the 60th. But, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this, but this, track, this track has one of my favorite Paul vocals. Of all of his track, of all of his song, so it makes me appreciate what's going on in the tra- and musically, and it also makes me appreciate his vocals even more because they're not there. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and let's not forget that you know the working title of this track, as we learned in McCartney Legacy, was just called Piano Thing. Piano it just, Thing. It, right. it was just so called P- Piano Thing. Maybe it was supposed to be an instrumental. Maybe right. it's got a very theatrical, and we've talked about this on our show. It's got a very theatrical film, you know, cinematic quality to it. Right. And, it, right. and why, why it closes two. the album. Right. And then we, we shouldn't be surprised that if it was indeed supposed to be an instrumental, we shouldn't be surprised by that, right? Because he's done instrumentals before. I mean, McCartney, McCart- the first album is, is loaded with instrumentals. Sure. I mean, but uh, I mean, I'm glad he sang on this song because it's, as you say, Tom, it's one of his best vocal oh, performances yes. ever. Turns him singing and then, yes. and then wailing and screaming at the end of it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Really, I mean, and, I, and again, I know it's an old, tired warhorse now in the live show. Right. But I'm glad because it, it, how many? He never played it live before before right. the twelve 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 concert or that tour or whatever. He never played it. It never was played I, live. I think I saw on the eleven tour on the run tour. He did it. I think he brought it out around that time. Yeah. So I mean, I know it's been played for a decade plus. But sure. Let, let me but, roll. It's been being played since '76. So we'll we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take exactly. But anyways, it also, I mean, it just proves that, that he's a, a capable guitarist as well. I mean, those lead, those lead guitar guitar yeah. licks uh, mm-hmm. towards the end, too, are, 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 are phenomenal. Some of his best guitar work. Totally. Totally. So, yeah, you don't, you're not getting, some people might not like five and a half minutes of an instrumental version of a 1985, but you hear a lot in here. Yeah. You, you don't get the reprise. Either, no, which it just no, ends on no, a exactly you know. right. You don't get that, which you know. Again, you're just like, wait, what, okay, what happened? To the, where's the reprise? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get the coda, reprise, right, at all. Right. So, but 
Again, something for everybody. Again, you like it? You, listen, this could be, I play it once, I'm never going to play it again. I, I'm going to go back to these. I'm going to go to my favorites. I'm going to add these to like a playlist. I'm going to, the three, oh, yeah, top three or sure. four, For sure. they're going to be in the rotation for sure because they're they're new and they're impressive and they're engaging. Um, yeah. Next track, Picasso's Last Words. Uh, underdubbed, first take, Tom. Well, I mean, again, you're you're missing. There's no orchestration in this. There's also what what sounds like you know whatever like a TV or radio spots and you know in two parts two two parts of the of the song, um, that that's missing. Um, I mean, this song has never been again never been a favorite of mine, but it is interesting to hear the earlier version uh, of, of this track and 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 to see then what was later added. But again, I mean it. The song still doesn't do anything for me, uh, whether it's underdubbed or over. You're not a, you're not a fan. Whatever. No, this has never been a favorite of mine. You know, um, so this was as we know this was recorded at uh, Ginger Baker's uh, uh, studio. Yeah. Uh, this was the only track that was recorded there um, after the the mix up of uh, him thinking they were going to record the whole thing at his studio. But um, oops, sorry, yeah. Ginge. Yeah. <laughs> Peace and love, babe. Yeah, but I mean, again, I mean, just because it's not a favorite of mine doesn't mean I won't, you know, I won't listen to this again. It just, again, just doesn't do anything for me. No. Um, in an album context, I enjoy Picasso's Last Words because there's so many motifs from the album that are, that are woven back well, into it. Well, that's the whole per That's the whole, the whole point of the track. I mean, especially that the you know the jet and the Mrs. The jet and ho hey ho it's, and it's yeah. Picasso. It's a Picasso. I mean, this is this so is where Jeff. This is so, where um, uh, Jeff Emmerich earned his Oscar. I mean, his, uh, I'm sorry, his um, um, engineer. What am I thinking? Grant, Grammy engineer. Yeah. This track, this track, you know, alone, you know, I think won him his, his in that that Grammy. So uh, because there, of, yeah, go ahead, David. The last 45 minutes pulls or 45 seconds of the song <laughs> pulls the layers that you don't hear. They're they're right. singing Deo. It's credited in the new credits for the, on the CD. I'm not sure if it's credited on. No, the, I hear uh, it now. Sleeve. I just I, I hear it. Dale, they had they had to do the credits. I don't think it's on the vinyl sleeve. I think they caught it and had to put it in because huh. now it's exposed. All right. I think it's always been there, but it's not so in your face. It's like now they're singing it. So mm. this you can hear Linda. Yeah, it's a, that's a good observation. Uh, that's pretty cool. I did not. This is one where I actually prefer. The strings and all that big production on it. Underdubbed, mm. this doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Give me the full strings and the orchestration and the horns on Picasso's last words because it encapsulates as all you know all the elements of the album as a concept album. Underdubbed, not so much. Mm. Now, okay. the closer and what I've read online is a lot of people's favorite track on this whole thing. Really, I have I have read that in the last day or two. Some people have said, and of course we're talking about the underdub mix of "Let Me Roll It." And I've never been a huge, huge fan of the song because it's just been played live so many damn times. This underdubbed right. mix of "Let Me Roll It" is a ear opener, man. I I played it like three times in a row no. the other night. Was there a now, canary there at more fourteen seconds? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is there more echo in this track in this vocal to you guys? Underdubbed or regular? This oh, the underdub. It, 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 yeah. No, not this one. Let me roll it. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds underdubber. like it. It sounds like there's a little it bit more. Like there's more and more echo. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But then again, there's really nothing else different. 
to, to my ears. I don't I mean, really. What, I mean, and you guys hearing anything? What are you hear? What are you? Guys I'm hearing, hearing a lot of the the organ really prominent. Yeah. Um, the the organ sounds more prominent. His vocals sound much more brighter and upfront. Yeah, the vocals is what the only difference that I hear. Like, and plus with more echo to it. Right, because maybe maybe on the on the on the official version, it's kind of buried with a lot of stuff. But the but the vocal being so upfront and clear is what caught my ear right away with "Let Me Roll It," and I'm like, wow. Um, especially the last third of it. Hmm. You know, I can't tell you how I feel. My heart is like, well, that it's right. it sounds it's lyrics that we've heard thousands of times, but on this version, to me, it's like it's like it's clear as like he's singing right in front of my house. The drumming's very Ringo Plastic Ono band like on this. Yes. Well, I think that's one another again another another reason why people consider this you know uh, an ode to uh, Lennon, you know, of course. Ono band. Yeah, Lennon. Yeah. I, I on the surface, Tom, you're right. It's there's not it's not too different than the original. There are just some subtle differences where the the organ that's being kind of played back mm. and forth, you know, swaying. That's higher. Right. His vocal is clearer. So those two things. David likes keys and in the synths. I do too. Right. So the combination of the synths being brought up and the vocal is was enough for me to mm. go. Oh, I really dig this now. Like I, two, I would listen to this more than I would any other version of Let Me Roll It. Three hmm. prog guys liking synth and keys. Hmm. What a shock! <laughs> <laughs> you went to Steve Hackett. I don't want to hear that shit. With me, and happily, and happily, give me I, that. Yes. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, even as something as simple as when you start the track, out of nowhere, out of the left field, you hear this, you hear this canary right. sound of like, eh? here, like, what's, the, what's that? <laughs> what? yeah. Just a little, listen, when you've heard these songs as much as we have, and you hear something different, your ears are going to, are just going to gravitate towards these sounds that are not pre-programmed in your brain to just know it. So you're going to gravitate right. towards them. Whether you like them right. or you don't, that's your choice. That's your choice, yeah. but I'm I'm very happy with the underdubbed mix as a whole. The the great tracks are phenomenal. The ones that are not so great, hey, whatever. And we got a half speed master out of the whole thing to boot. So I I'm very happy with the package. I think it works well, and several of these tracks are going to become my my go tos. Mm. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, you know, no words. You know, I'll I'll. You know, keep listening to I. Uh, you know, 1995. Even though it's a insert instrumental, I think it's I. I think it's one of the highlights. Jet. You know, obviously the the last third of Band on the Run, um, all all worthy of of repeat listenings. You you make a good point, Tom, with Band on the Run because when I first heard that track, I'm like, this is the same freaking thing. And then you get to the last right. third, and right. then it, it's worth the payoff is there. Yeah. That's right. There you go. That's, the payoff that's is the payoff. there. Um, that's the, yeah. I was so, going to say something else, but I'll... Uh, it's, it's a PG show. It's a PG show. Uh, PG-13. Um, right. Okay. So, Tom, you're going to grab the Half Speed Master OBI strip on Amazon. I know you. I know you. I know you. David, will you? You will no. too, David. Who are you kidding? No, no. I don't need more... Oh, this David's a little more... Uh, yeah, you're reserved. a little bit more... Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I have a half speed. I don't honestly. I would have just bought the underdub LP. I would have said I don't really need a half speed. I have you know one of the original pressings, but since it came in a package and it was what, ten more dollars than just the single LP, I, I got it. But yeah. 
I, I, I've, Plus, you know, I, I mean, love a new mix crazy. version on vinyl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's face it. This slipcase is, is oh, beautiful. fantastic. It's, it's beautiful. a nice slipcase. It's right. it really yes. a very nice slipcase. Yeah. Right. Um, interesting. Do they didn't? What, would they have made if they had made the the underdub mixes as a standalone vinyl? Well, you know. Oh man. Interesting. Yeah. I, you know? I don't think they would have done that. I don't think they would have done that. I think they would always would have been. They would have bundled it set. together. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I bought the Red Rose Speedway double recreation album. I didn't buy the archive no? single album with the bonus tracks. No, I wanted something unique and different. And gotcha. So I like alter. I'll buy alternative stuff on vinyl. You know, when Pepper Fifty came out. They did the two LP, the regular Pepper, and then they did an alternative version sequence on the on the second vinyl disc, which was yeah. basically the best of all the other stuff on the CDs, right? But they sequenced the same track link, you know, same yeah. track in the same order. It was just an alternative version, so I dig that stuff. But me personally, I don't need too many versions of these. But everyone's different, but yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, so you know, I, it's I think we're all generally have favorable views of the underdub mix uh, to varying degrees of success well, on the tracks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't want to sound like you know it's a fanboy and it's a perfect. No, it's, it's not. not a perfect release. Well, it's they're gonna call us fanboys release. anyway. We would do a yeah. weekly McCartney right. show. Of course, they're I gonna mean, call us fanboys. <laughs> when when Tom and I started, we deliberately did not try to like talk about band on a run a lot because we were already tired of it. Yeah. You know. And it seems to be so easy to go, Ben on the Run, Paul McCartney's best album, you know, but it it is one of his commercially greatest That's albums. The it, jewel. It, it's the it, it's a nice jewel. arc. It's not a concept album, but it kind of circles the beginning and end kind of tight, yeah. tight, yes. you know, like a book. But there's no concept really. It just kind of circles back. And and it, it's the right length of an album. And it's perfect. They're, they're good songs. Right. They're well crafted it's songs. A but perfect it's perfect like, length. Yeah, nine nine tracks. Four minutes. That's it. 44 minutes. If we got Helen Wheels, I think it's yeah, or 47 with Helen Wheels and 44 without or something like that without right. it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. go ahead, David. But these days, I would probably do Red Rose Speedway or Ram over Band on the Run. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> you know, yeah. but I get you know we're you know, it's just nice to hear a new layer of this album finally out in the world, and we appreciate because it it's really the same takes. It's just like uh -huh. there's not the overdubs right. or the vocals now, but. Yeah. Let's let's have an underdubbed Ram. Let's have an underdubbed Venus and Mars. <laughs> Think about Venus and Mars with everything that's on that album. Well, right? those will be interesting because let's say because as we learned in McCartney Legacy, he added that bass later, right? I mean, um, those would be some interesting um, underdubs right there with, with sure. Ram. You know, it absolutely. would. I don't know if we're gonna get those ever. This is probably no. just in typical McCartney fashion. This is a one-off thing. Yeah, it would be interesting to see if he continues this with Venus and Mars. If you know, I mean, some people I think would think that's a little more produced than uh, Band on the Run, maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, so I mean, if there was lots any of, kind of yeah, lots of brass, one, yeah, lots of brass yeah. and stuff going on on, the, on right. a lot of those songs. So you're obviously. saying we'll we'll never get an under underdub version of McCartney one because that's just basically just. <laughs> That's impossible. That's impossible. That's impossible, David. It was already rough mixed. That's impossible. That was already... They're gonna have yeah. to do that, an that's, overdub. That's what, the album, that's what the album should have been called: rough mix. Rough mix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. McCartney rough mix. Uh, um, McCartney so, rough mix. Yeah, that's a hard. It's a, a help. Mix. We got a rough mix. I thought at the time when you held your mouth. Yeah. 
Um, funny. So we we all definitely, I think, endorse the underdub mix. We're happy with it. We uh, we hope you are too. Let us know in the comments what you think of the underdub mixes as a whole. Uh, overblown, not needed. Don't say that word cash grab because if you don't want it, you don't have to buy it. Just let it's us know. Just, yeah, I mean, listen, if you don't want it, just move on with your day. That's all you got to do. It's also free on the internet from the you official know. sites. It's oh, right. upload them to the, you know. David, have, they you, upload have you listened to? Right. Uh, can you, do you do Atmos, David? Uh, unless it's on a Blu-ray, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't oh, David I don't, loves his Blu-rays. I don't I don't subscribe yeah. to Apple, and I'm kind of pissed that uh, that world, other than the Lennon camp, kind of is doing exclusives only I know. that. It's yeah. a, that is a real I'm not saying down. you can't do it in parallel, but it seems like now there's an exclusive rights. They don't want to press it to disc, hmm. you know. So that's annoying. Because yeah. the, the, the Lennon camp is doing it, and we're gonna get we're gonna get that with Mind Games in a few months. Yeah. It's fantastic! Be that's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Thomas, tell us what's cooking with Talk More Talk. Well, Andy, I'm I'm glad you asked. But uh, we, as 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 this gets posted, we would have interviewed Gary Burr, uh, writer, singer, uh, Nashville artist. Um, he's worked with Ringo, right, during those Mark Hudson years. He co-wrote tons of songs uh, with Ringo. And we're going to talk about him, his, his, his tour, his, his career, working with Ringo, obviously. Um, so that was a great, uh, a great um, um, you know, booking, if you want to call it that. <laughs> um, but obviously, again, um, as this is posted on Saturday, we will be at the fest, Andy and I, with my with my Talk More Talk uh, co-host, doing a uh, doing a, a, a joint co-jointed panel, right? Talk crossover. Talk to, like, crossover. Thank you. And we're going to be talking about the best of 1974. So I'm sure that will be posted, you know, a few days or a week, or maybe that might be the next episode. We don't know. I'm maybe gonna, we're going to obviously we're obviously going to try to record with uh, Adrian. And and Alan, and uh, and, the, and we found out today that they are definitely can yeah. do that, and uh, so right. we'll have a little special something recorded with uh, Adrian and Alan right. as well. So that could be another future episode as well. I do promise better audio this time around. I I promise the audio people that bitch me out about the audio quality at these fests, I will do better. David, you could appreciate this as a tech guy. I'm yeah. going to just plug. I'm going to take an XLR and plug yeah. right into the guy's soundboard for my camera. That'll pick That's up all nice the mics. So nice. I, they, I could have done that in the past, but I didn't. Then know you if could I remix could. it and post audio. Yes, yeah, because Global. I'm just gonna go. I'll just yeah, I'll just take an XLR, put it into the camera, and then go right into his soundboard where all the mics on the stage are, and get a better and get <laughs> a better dumb. mix. Yeah. Well, this we're talking shop. All here. that talk goes right over my head. We're just yeah, talking. I, I, I was Tom's engineer. You know, the first three years of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> David could appreciate it, so I know. I really want again, especially it's a special year. It's a special fest, and. Obviously, the really good panels that we do well, the crossover show with Talk More Talk and us, yeah. I want to record. I'm going to be honest, I really don't care if we record the collector's panel or the media panel. We've been there, uh, done that yeah, with those. Exactly. We'll be there, right. but um, I really want to record ourselves, obviously, on some really good panels that we'll be on. And we, we did our schedule uh, live on Sunday, so if you missed that, it's on our channel. Check that out. Um, David? Any thoughts you'd like to share? What I know, you know, you know, you're not doing any shows. I'll just but be texting you guys later. I'll just be what I, I do. What I do, you know, I'm just the that cousin. Bury, bury yourself right. in the I'm only your, a few miles from you, Tom. So. What's your yeah, current yeah. What's your current earworm right now outside of say Man on the Run? What have, What have you been listening to in the last week or two? <laughs> you really want that answer? Sure. <laughs> I have annoyed the wife to no end from November first of last year to now. So my earworm's still now and then. 
Okay. So, oh wow. But like, I'm 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 off the charts on finding different versions out there. The history of it, so. That's a, my earworm, yeah. A big thank you to you for giving me that CD of all the, kind of basically everything from it. Well, I got reason. another set of 16 tracks, but I don't know if you want to go that deep. I'm in the rabbit hole now and then. So. I love it! I'll right. take it! All right. I'll take it. Now, um, and I have some more of those vintage Beatles films to share with you. Did yeah. you get all those? I haven't I watched them, but yeah, but they're you nice. Got them. Thank you. So that's vintage, so, you know. Um, yeah, now and then rabbit hole. I love it. Too deep. And my next project... It, I, I'm not tr trying to promote anything, just like, what do I do in my life? But uh, I need to capture the VHS recordings of all my anthologies from 95. Uh, and in between the channels 2 or 7, small segments about the Beatles. Now, and I need to digitize that. Do you do you have a way to do that or not? I do through a, now a software program. I used to have a, a real old school VHS to DVD, DVD record. record. Failed on me, so I have software. Oh. So I'm now going to line into my computer and then From digitize it and digitize yeah. it. Yeah, you need like a basically a capture card to, to pick yeah. up that stuff to do it. So well. and then I'll upload it to you guys. But there are certain scenes in the anthology that was broadcasted. I don't think it even made it to the DVD version in 2003. So there's small really? snippets, but wow. yeah, some of the best. There. Some of the best things about those, and I'm sure you have these on your tapes, are the commercials that. ABC would run to promote the anthology, like with the with the Day in the Life orchestration, ABC Beatles, yeah. and it was like new Beatles song, boom, and you were like, "Yeah, I wow. have I have those on like bootleg DVDs." I always press the pause button between commercials during the broadcast, and I might have been too slow to capture during the week those commercials. Right, but, right, yeah. Mm. But then there's a really good documentary that the local WXYZ did with Walter Everett uh, between I think episode one and two. He's got a mustache and he looks totally different. It's, you know, twenty eight years ago, twenty nine now. And uh, so when I saw him at the symposium, I'm like, hey, I'm, I remember you. So he was appreciative <laughs> of that comment. Yeah. But yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. well, that's gonna that's gonna do it for two thirty seven. As for me, I'll be there with Tom. Um, come find us at the fest. Say hello. Let's have a drink. We'll talk Super Bowl. I'm staying to watch. Tom, I don't know if you want to watch it, but I'll be watching it. I'll pop in and see what the score is. I know. See if, uh, see if Mahomes lost any teeth or anything like that throughout we'll the game. See. But uh, <laughs> that will do it for episode 237. For Tom, for David, I'm Andy Nichols. This has been uh, Two Legs, and have a great weekend. Stay safe. See you next time. Tom Hanyadi and Andy Nichols, with musical contributions by Dylan C.